Here we go. We're back. What episode are we on? Numero diez. Tenth episode of the Love to Hear It podcast. And as you can see, we built an absolute shrine right behind me. And we finally got my room back set up. The house has been being remodeled here in Tahoe. And we are on officially week five of the rehab of the ankle. For those of you who cannot physically see what's going on behind me, little verbal breakdown. We got a bunch of handmade art from a bunch of legends that have sent me some C-Vlog related stoke over the past couple years. This dope metal van that's carved out. It says for the dream, snow surf, skate, CV. Um, we got a bunch of candy grind gear, some shiny Avo apparel, chain medallions, the board butter wax. We got products from Primal Kitchen to Mind Body Green to this new Spermidine Life product that I've recently started taking, which is helping me insane with recovery. And then we got all the Hemp Lucid Stoke, who they're having, I think, 50% off their entire website this entire month of November. If you use my code and stuff. And ooh, we got to spark this Letters to Santa candle right now to really get the vibes going and the scent going. We got the the Chinook salmon coming straight from a rust bucket. And then we have the legendary John Giacomazzi book here, A Peacock's Got a Fly, that we're crushing in the Discord, in the book club. And uh, yeah, we got some posters from the homie I Am Wall Art, from a Japan shot, the Narvi tour, Overstoke stickers, this dope log carving, burned in etched piece of CV wood. And yeah. Just a lot of stoke going on behind me. And of course, the custom CV Lego snowboards double barrel. And uh, yeah, today we're just honestly jumping into a lot of things that I've had saved in my phone in an album called Podcast Questions. But some of them are just like comments that you guys sent to me and things that I've wanted to either read publicly or touch base on, either help you guys with some type of tip that maybe you're asking me about life or some type of advice that I could give you about a situation that I've been through here at the You Love to Hear It podcast. We don't know what we're doing. This thing's going to grow over the next coming uh, lifetime. And um, we're going to get, first of all, drop a thumbs up on this. Drop a, drop a subscribe. I don't even know how it works on all the other platforms. Drop a review, but leave some questions. And if you're a Patreon member and you support, you can send a message at any point in time to me on Patreon and we will bring them up in the podcast. But drop some questions for daily. We got daily in the cribby for the next couple days and we're going to get him in the booth. But just to, to jump into the format first and to get the ball rolling, I wanted to do a solo podcast where I can just kind of explain what's going on with me, why I haven't been so heavy in the social media the past couple weeks. I have just been straight up taking care of myself. I have been basically to run through my day right now. I'm like waking up around seven, start the coffee, but first, you know, brush your teeth, do everything to get yourself dialed in. I walk outside when I make my coffee, stare into the photons, into the light of the day, just give my grace, give my give my stoke, give my gratitude, go back into the living room, do a little bit of ankle mobility just to kind of warm it up, take the boot off, and uh, 10, 20, even 30 minutes of A to Zs, left and rights, up and downs, back and forth, just everything to really get the blood flowing to and from the ankle. And then that's when I'll either sit down on the computer for a minute, handle like 20, 30 minutes of emails, or if I'm just really not feeling like touching any social media or any type of work like that, I'll just start reading a book, post up by the fire, absolutely enjoy my morning, be so grateful for it, sip my coffee with just pure awareness and like pure present moment living, try to set the tone for the day, then I'll do a little bit of journaling, half an hour journaling, writing, whatever I want to do, 
practice some Spanish and just start drinking some water. Really just like feel the day, feel my body, feel how everything's going. And I want to say by like nine or 10 o'clock, I'll, I'll dive into the emails. I'll handle like 30 minutes emails, just running through some stuff, run through some comments, see how whatever I posted from the day before did, and then shut that down. Like I, I make a small window where I'm on my social media, respond to everybody's stoke or whatever. And then I want to say like every two or every three or four days, I'll, I'll be feeling super good and I'll start running through some old footage. I'll start making like a montage video of whatever opening or whatever is kind of relative in the snowboarding world at that time. And until like 11, when I'm like nice and frothed up, warmed up on the day, the whole body's been going. I did my ankle mobility. Then I start to hit a workout and I'll set the timer. And from like 11 to 12.30, I'll do another 30 minutes of my ankle mobility stuff, maybe with some bands, with some stretches. And then I'll do a full hour of just crazy core, crazy working out. I've recently, like probably since week three into four, and now we're on five, I've been able to put a lot more weight on my foot when in the boot. So I'm so stoked. I'm able to do like seated squats and like, like lunges and all these different, uh, like I guess leg workouts that you would you have that I haven't been able to do because I haven't been weight bearing. And dude, once you are able to see that the progress is coming from yourself and you know that like there is an amount of work that you can put in that day, not only nutritionally, but like hard work esque of getting the blood flowing through your whole body from the workout and also like pumping up the human growth hormone so that your body can like repair itself and then working out your left leg because there's that symmetry thing where you start to actually build some muscle in the opposite leg even if you only work out one of them and then it just goes back and forth from there between like am i hungry am i gonna like study some stuff about what i just did but like basically when i'm done with that workout i'll take a shower make a protein shake and dive into either some meal prep that i had or i'll start whipping chefing some stuff up I'm going heavy in the grass-fed wild animal meat game. I'm trying to do variety. I'm trying to do all whole foods from wild fish to wild game to a freaking deer and boar and elk and everything that you can possibly think of that's been raised humanely, not to be confused with factory farming. Um, and then, yeah, the veggies have, have been life-changing. I've been consuming so much vegetables. All of my times when I want to like snack on something or I'm not really sure, I'm so grateful because I have like products from hemp lucid which i can be abusing creams on my knee and my ankle and my hip and like all these things but then i also have this spermidine life stuff so i'll combo my vitamin and nutrient stack that i'm taking which i will cover in a health and fitness channel in, in the coming weeks here once i start cranking out more content but just like it's the simple things it's the tiny little in between the meal parts where like okay you make a blazing meal and then you want to pour some a1 steak sauce on it or you want to pour some more tega on it or you want to pour a salad dressing on whatever you're making and that's where all the health goes out the window. That's where they start sneaking in the peanut and the corn oil and the safflower and the sunflower and all this weird stuff. And it's companies like Primal Kitchen and companies like Mind Body Green, some of the stuff that I have here in front of me that have been like changing that last 10%. Kind of gives you a weird crash after you eat some weird food because you don't know why. Like you made a blazing salad, but you put some corn syrup on it and you didn't even realize that it was in the salad dressing. That's where I'm like really honing in my focus. And once I eat that meal, then I go to my supplement cabinet, take the things that I should have before the meal, during the meal, and I split up this like giant, probably 40 pill pack of, a lot of it's animal products. There's like uh, 
just grass-fed bovine bone marrow and heart, liver, testicle, all these crazy things that are so good for you and so nutrient dense and just such a wide variety of minerals and everything. I'm taking mineral complexes. I'm taking like basically everything you can think of, but studying it all in between all these ex explanations of what I'm doing throughout my day and like figuring out when the best time to take the fat soluble vitamins like A, B, D, K and like all these ex different things and making sure that you're drinking enough water and basically what I'm trying to get at is that like that snack period time as well. I have, whether it's not like a supplement or a vitamin, but like I have green powders from so many different amazing brands and that also make protein powders and kombucha powders and hydrate fluids. And it's like, there's never really a time in any one of my days where I'm like so satiated or, or like I have like a craving where I'll just like mess up and eat some some weird stuff there's just so many good nutrient dense things that i have as like snacks whether it's suja vegetable juice protein like just so many amazing things that i've just been i've just been really so on point and i'm so grateful for that and then i guess from like whatever i'll clean up the house around 1 1 30 uh, maybe like ship out some orders, some merch orders, get on some phone calls. Maybe I've filmed a couple podcasts with some other people over the past couple weeks, or I've done some interviews. I've done some, honestly, like just if you guys hit me up with like college reports or school reports, I've been like FaceTiming with some of you guys that are still in school and just kind of trying to like broaden my my array of what I can be featured in that doesn't ha make me have to actually edit it or, or do a lot of time consumed around like making that content and, and editing it myself. So that's been really nice. And then probably by like three, four o'clock, I'll do another reading session, maybe just like post up and meditate for a little bit, get, get a stretch on um, by like 4.35, depend, I guess the sun's been going down a little bit later. Um, or a little bit earlier now, so by five or six, you know, take a gander at the sunset, go out on the deck, just absolutely enjoy the day. Um, six or seven, Scrizzy's, Scrizzy's coming home, we're getting stoked, we're prepping dinner. Um, I'll do like another little mobility thing of the ankle before dinner actually starts and then post dinner I give myself like a half an hour to an hour of just like chill time where I can scroll and I can catch up on messages, emails, all that type of stuff, post some social media things and by like 8.39 me and Scrizzy might, we might watch an episode or something on Netflix while I'm like comboing that with more mobility stuff. Just researching the body and the cuerpo and like what my timeline is on healing and where I should be and then also I've been like having FaceTimes with so many different physical things therapist and just trying to research like my whole day as you can hear it's just it's all based around consuming nutrients consuming things that are going to allow those nutrients to be absorbed by my body even better and subtly creating content while staying in the, the social media game just enough to like know what's going on and like give you guys some stoke and share my journey with you because that's what this is all about but more than anything it's just been like there's been some days where scrizzy has been like dude you spent 12 hours in the living room today i went four different times I went into the living room and you had some type of metal playing and you were either doing an ankle stretch, a full body stretch, a full body workout, a core workout, or like, you know what I mean? Just either rolling out or I'll study new uh, like techniques for ankle mobility or I'll get a new, uh, I've been the homie Mark from Mobility Duo has been helping me out with these different at-home workouts. So I'll have a FaceTime with him and then he'll give me some new workouts and then I'll study the ways to do that specific exercise that that's honing in on but other ways to do that mobility exercise and i'll add those in and i just i'm just getting all frothed up on taking care of myself and i feel like i'm in the best shape i've ever been in um going back and forth between being out of the boot and doing exercises and being in the boot and doing weight bearing stuff and then not having the swelling go too high so i also 
like in between all of those sessions, I'll do like 30 minutes of ice every like two, three hours. Sometimes heat, I'll go in front of the heater when I'm trying to get it mobile and I'll get it warm and then I'll do my exercises. And then once I'm done, it swells, go post up on the couch, wrap it in ice and this ice pad thing that I have. And a homie literally just sent me recently a game time ice compression wrap machine, which is like literally $4,000 and it just compresses you put this ice wrap around your foot and it shoots like ice cold water through the machine and it cools and compresses your foot at the same time and i'm just so grateful for all of the help that everybody has has offered and sent me all the support all the stoke all the different things that have just been like helping me recover so fast my doctor i talked to on the phone and he told me that it's looking like i'm a week or two ahead clearly in my recovery time and that i can start proceeding into like week five and six exercises that i wouldn't normally do at week four so we're super grateful and i think we should jump into some of these comments right now um these are basically just things that people have sent me over the years. March 18th, 2021 is the first one that I'm going back to. I, and I, I save these type of things not really knowing when or where or how I want to share them, but that there will be a time in the future and here we are. So let's, let's start running through these things. The big homie Jack Smith told me, straight gave a customer a discount at the ski shop I work at solely because he had a C-Vlogs hat on today. The stoke is alive. And that is like basically what I'm trying to do with this whole entire thing. I'm trying to create a mindset and create a tone of energy that we live our lives with, that if you guys like and enjoy my videos and the ways that the boys hang out and the jokes and the fun and the banter and the stoke and everything, and if you resonate on that level, sometimes it's hard to find similar people with similar energy that, that believe in the same things that you do that want to do the same stuff as you. And if, if you're, if you're like really adamant, like me, when I was 20, 21 years old, I had like started building like this, this dream that I wanted to do with some of my homies. And there was really only one or two homies that were down to actually make the send as far as I could. And when you go with those homies, it makes it so fun and it makes it so like uh, amazing. But there is that, that one thing that you miss out on, which is like, like individual spiritualistic growth and that only comes from being by yourself so after a year or two of traveling with the homies that i was trying to they had to go home to continue what they had you know they had bills and stuff that they were trying to manage and i didn't i'd sold all my stuff got rid of all my bills so i had absolutely nothing to pay for and that's when you start to realize that those people that you're trying to hang out with like you're going to meet them along the way so basically what I'm trying to get at by this little message that homie said is that the community I'm trying to build, just that little CV, or the little Avo apparel, or the little overstoked, whatever you see, like when you see that, I want it to make people snap out of that weird, cool guy, ego type of like emotion that we all have embedded in us just for, you know, trying to like continue our species or whatever that, that innate system is is doing when we when we kind of feel like we're better than someone or we're cooler or whatever it's like when you see that little logo that's what that's what snaps you out of that and puts you in like a oh that's right like these people have the same mission as i do we're all trying to shred we're all trying to get stoked and like if you don't have that community yet that you haven't built a friends and whatnot just trying to peep in like the sticker game and being like yo you watch that and like you you enjoy the stoke enough and like it resonates with you enough to put that on your board then that should be a way that people can just like instantly make that connection and not have to have that awkward part of like coming up and being like yo what's your name you know like sometimes it feels weird introducing yourself to people you don't really know what's going on and i think that that cv or the overstoked or the avo apparel logo is what should be able to tie those those 
those matching energies up globally. So keep an eye out for the CV logo. And if you are somewhere and you can hook somebody up because like you're at a shop or you can get you can get them stoked, you can get some laps in with them. Like let's let that be the logo of Stoke and just peace and love and fun of what we're doing. So Jack Smith, dude, thank you so much for throwing that out there. And thanks for hooking up the homie with the customer discount, the ski shop, just because he had the C Vlogs hat on today, dude. That is that makes me so grateful and so stoked for what we're doing here and it allows me to know that like the message is going in the right way april 16th 2021 hey casey it's been a few years since we spoke but i got stickers from you today this is from eric cura i've been writing final exams all week and i'm so bagged i was gonna go walk to buy alcohol check the mail and got your stickers and decided to go buy some wholesome raw juice instead Thank you for being you and setting an awesome example for all of us. I guess I'm just gonna have to throw that right in there with what I just said of the mindset of, of taking care of yourself. It throws in with that whole, the whole movement that we have going of anybody who watches my videos and gets stoked on this and, and wants to spread the energy back and forth, love it, take you know gratitude for their life and all that, but also that wants to take care of the temple and the body and snowboard longer, like that gets thrown right in there with all of that. So I love that when you look at the CV logo, you also think like, all right, just because it's been a rough day doesn't mean you need to take the edge off and make it that much softer. You need to like breathe into that and realize and be grateful for how much work you're putting in. Realize that you're an absolute savage and that now you need some recovery. So amazing decision to throw some green nutrients into your brain while it heals overnight after all the work that you put in rather than just completely diminishing it, putting alcohol in it, draining your glutathione levels, and then waking up feeling depressed and like shit and having almost no recovery gone down because when you're when you drink alcohol and you go to sleep your body does not recover it's just a simple fact you love to absolutely hear that more than anything um may 28th 21 we got a comment on a video that says recently got into the c vlogs and love the content it keeps me motivated i'm a recovering alcoholic and addict snowboarding is what keeps me sober my one struggle was having a beer on the mountain thank you for making celebrating it with seltzers lit i prefer ah though Keep up the awesome content. The Stoke is alive. Just exactly what I said about the last one and to be able to just have like a single post that you that you make or an Instagram story or like showing some beverages in the vlog that you can drink while you're on the mountain while all of your boys honestly can be drinking. Like that's a huge thing as well. It's like as much as I'm, I'm not anti-drinking but as much as I don't drink and I don't do that and I don't support it or anything like that, like I got so many homies that get absolutely thrashed and just, just, disembody themselves on the regular and that's fine it's not you know what i mean it's not everybody's decision and when it is your decision you got to support those people who made that decision because maybe it was a time in their life when they realized that they wanted to do something more and that was holding them back like if you don't have passion and you don't have like a goal set in mind then it's easy to just get drunk and like take away from that and, and be okay with that same thing with getting stoned it allows you to be okay with mediocrity and once you actually find that you have a passion or a goal or something and you drink like say you're doing good for a week and you're and you're getting a lot of progress done on whatever you're doing and then a weekend you get hammered and then you wake up the next day and it takes your whole entire day to get back and then the next day you're even slower you just see that dream not unfolding and it hurts so bad and it's just i guess i'm just here to say that like there is another way and there is a, a ability to have fun on the mountain and get stoked and hang out with people who are getting plastered and respect them for it while they respect you for just throwing back a 12 pack of berries. You know what I mean? And been going more wild than anybody else and had just as much fun. 
and I've also had just as much fun at a party drinking back in the day and there is a time and a place and if you fall off and you get drunk one night or maybe you feel like you've done so much good that it's it's okay to take a night off like it is and sometimes it's super good to do that because I'll even admit it straight up since 2020 uh, when I was claiming like that insanity of I'll never drink again for the rest of my life. I ended up drinking one time in Cabo this past spring on a yacht when it was free alcohol all included and my homies just won a gigantic professional snowboard skim event and we were all celebrating and it just seemed like if there was ever going to be a time, this was it. And I had a couple margaritas on this boat and it just didn't change anything. I didn't have a better time than I would have. And I had a worse evening that night because I realized halfway through it that, okay, it was cool what I was doing. I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying it. But like, I didn't need to do that. Now I have a weird hangover in the middle to the late part of the day. And it set me up to know that like, it's not about a streak. It's not about this ego once again building up and being like, oh, I haven't drank in for 15 years. And like, if you broke that halfway through, like, cool, dude, whatever. How'd you do after that? It's all about the, the bounce back and it's all about being resilient and being able to like go and get hammered, wake up the next day, realize that you had a streak for a year or two before that where everything was going proper and that you stepped out of it and you toned, you, you, you tapped into this little world that you thought might might help you out and it didn't and you're smarter and you're more aware of that now and now you don't have to fight that weird feeling every time because you have something to relate it to to be like oh yeah i remember the last time everything was set up it was a birthday it was i was there it was my best friend it's beautiful it was sunny the water the cliffs the there blah 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 blah, blah. it's like everything was mapped out perfectly i did my drinking didn't like it so now you don't have to have that weird thing in the back of your head ever again because you just know that like yeah it's a perfect time to drink it's also going to be way better tomorrow when I wake up feeling amazing and I'm stepping over all of the homies as they're in first gear. So we got Big Tyler A from looks like my text message platform, which also if you guys want to shoot me a text message, 1-860-200-1536. And uh, you could end up getting into a podcast like this with a question. How do you feel like staying away from the partying and alcohol influences, even among your friends, has helped you achieve your goals and helped you continue to grind? At what point did you realize that you could vlog, shred, and do what you love every day and not have to worry about having to get a job and relatively steady income? Well, I fully just crushed the first part of that um, just by having a passion and realizing that you're getting no progress when you wake up that next day hungover. I think I answered all that perfectly. But at one point did I realize that I could vlog, shred, and do what I love every day and not have to worry about getting a job and relatively steady income. This is gonna blow some of your guys' mind. So when I was starting the vlog, 2017 into 2018, I think I did like three, four months until I got like my first thousand subscribers, November, December, January, or something like that. And then once you got a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of view time, you could start to monetize. And I got my first YouTube check for like two or three bucks for that, that month. And I realized right then and there with the math and the small numbers, maybe a thousand views per video, that if I was to times that by five, it would be like, all of my videos that would add up with the compound interest of the old ones, if I kept being consistent, that it would double and then times five, you know what I mean, in another three months. So by the end of that year, it would, it would times five, but quadruple. And that number, I did this crazy math, led me to knowing that I could make, if I consistently did what I did, 10 to $15 a day. And my psychopathic mind went, I can live off that. 
I know countries and places that I can post up full-time, rent-free on friends' couches because before the vlog, I had just been straight up nomading it and I cannot even explain how much I learned and grow, grew and how much people helped me over my journey. And I just knew the kind-heartedness of all the people and how much love and support I could get just from, from my past experience of it that I was like, dude, if I make my meals, I can get a meal down to three or four bucks a day and don't travel and like hop in cars with people. Like this was just the smallest first version of what I knew I could support and live myself off of. And I didn't even start factoring in sponsors. I didn't even start factoring in anything like that. I was just able to like survive off almost nothing. And I think as it kept going and as, as more and more grew from, from it, is when I realized like, oh my gosh, there's actually like, there's a merch line that you can throw in there. There's maybe some course that you can throw in there. There's donations. There's just like support from people. Then there's Patreon. Then there's, there's, there's different ad sources and revenue. There's like, there's all these different routes that you can take to have smaller amounts of income come in. And I just realized that like, so, so to touch on the, the one part where you said, and not have to worry about getting a job and relatively steady income, that never happened because the worry of never having to get a job is just, that's not true. I knew that I was gonna have to, I was worrying because I knew I was gonna have to cut down my editing time and my filming and all that, but it didn't seem like it was gonna be possible because I knew I wanted to upgrade everything, so it was gonna actually take longer. It was gonna be, in the back of my head, I knew that I was gonna have to work harder than any job I've ever worked in my entire life, but I knew that I was gonna love doing it and even if i was 8 to 16 hours in i was just still going to be like able to take a step back and be so grateful that i'm editing a day of pure fun and bliss and being able to share that with the world that it was like okay i'm fully content with however much work this is going to take to make me realize that i can get a steady income just enough to survive i i was never thinking about profiting and saving money i was literally just thinking about how can i make it so that i can do what i love every day then do what I love on top of that, which is film and edit and make a banger video from that day and share it with the world and just be able to get by. Because at, at the end of the day, if I could do that until I died, do what I want every day, film it, edit it, put it out, and then get enough money to support whatever that costed, what's retirement? Why do you even need money when you're 65, 70 years old? If you could have some people that you're on your team helped edit and make it all go down, like the whole stacking money thing was never in my mind. That was that one. And then, oh my gosh, this is a really good one I've wanted to touch on for a while. This girl, Olivia, hit me up in October 2021, about a year ago, and said, Hey, Casey, I learned about you when I got into snowboarding last year. When I finally tried snowboarding, I fell in love. Currently in college for pre-vet met, and while I love learning about biology and working with animals, it's a very high-stress and high-debt career. It's also very stressful because of how competitive it is, and I'm only a sophomore. I've always wanted to travel and explore life, and I'm debating switching majors or something like flight or hospitality where I can travel. If I did this, I would also take a semester off and live out in Colorado so I could work at a big resort and snowboard all winter and then work as a water rafting guy in the summer. It sounds like the dream. I've always been so drawn to the mountains. It's so tempting, but I don't know if I'll be dissatisfied with my career later on in life if I switched and feel like I took the easy way out of the vet career just because it was a long road. I would love your advice on this. I'm gonna to talk to my academic advisor about it and also therapist because I've been having a hard time with the stress, but I look up to you quite a bit and figured I'd reach out. And uh, I have some crazy answers in my head, but I wanna read what I said in the moment. I said, this is incredible. First off, things change, people change, goals and desires change. So I'd ask myself the biggest question first, which is do you wanna do the veterinarian route because of the money and the security and the guarantee of work? Or do you wanna do that because you absolutely love it with a passion? 
and you couldn't imagine not doing it for your whole entire life because school will always be there and you can always knock it out in a couple years after you try the route that you're debating. If you couldn't imagine yourself in 25 years having not traveled and not snowboarded and not kayaked through mountains because you worked the same job your whole life, which you maybe only wanted to do for security and safety, then the answer is pretty clear. You just gotta go inside and feel what you really love and wanna spend your time in life doing and that is the answer. I guess to touch on that even more is just, is just saying it's so easy to get into the route of that security and that finance by the time you're 65 because you don't know what's going on. But we also don't know what's gonna go on by the time we're 65. We also don't know if we're even gonna make it to 65. And a lot of times people get to 65 and then they can't really do the kayaking and they can't really go backpacking with a 40 pound backpack through Europe and they can't really live at the mountain and like bum it because they need, you know, you need, you need heat and you need a nice car and you need all these expensive things to like enjoy life at that age where you're not as strong and athletic as you once were. So I'm super supportive of people that have epic jobs, that love what they do, that study, that work their ass off. They keep the world moving. They, they keep the entire infrastructure of everything that we have going on here. And without all of these legendary people that spend so much time behind desks and studying and learning and memorizing and crushing, like I wouldn't be able to do any of the things that I wanna do. But also at the same time, those people might not be built for what I do. And you just have to keep that in mind where like if you have this burning desire inside of you and you're only going to school or college because like you were told to or you thought when you went to your guidance counselors and you were in high school that they were telling you like you got to figure it all out right now. This is it. You're almost 18. This is when you hunker down and you figure out the next 70 years of your life and you start tripping and you need to go to psychiatrists and you need to go to therapy and you're just like, I know deep down that I want to go to California and skateboard like I did. And I'm just telling my guidance counselor like I'm pretty sure there's gotta be a different way and I'm pretty sure that like I don't need to figure this all out by midnight tonight to hand in these applications for these colleges and if you have that weird insane burning desire and literally nobody around you has it either like you need to just send it and you need to go because if you're in college and you're 19 or 20 or even 21 22 27 30 years old like you can go to college when you're 31 you can get a veterinarian degree I'm not sure if it's four or eight years, but by the time you're 34, 35, like you can get a job at 36, 37 and then build 20, 30, 40 years of compound interest on your ROI and on your freaking, all the investments that you do for your, you, know, you can still go that route later on, but like you can't really go back. And if you're four years in and you graduated and you have your degree, like that degree is going to also be good. So if you're almost there and you want to just knock that out, finish it, you're still gonna be 25 years old, be able to go travel for a couple years, realize like, okay, I got that out of my way. I already did the degree. So that's sitting on the back burner. Like I'm ch absolutely chilling. And then maybe in a couple years, you'll get burnt out from it. And it's not a 20 year, no bad experience that you want to do living in buses and on the road and sleeping on people's couches. It takes an absolute toll on your body and your mental and your ego. And you just need to like be so humble when you're constantly not like begging, but just like asking people to sleep here and sleep there. And yo, do you have this? Can I have this? And like, yeah, you can cook them food and you can offer these things because they're paying rent. But like at the end of the day, when you're crashing on people's couches who go to work, working nine to fives every single day, gets absolutely gnarly and they come home and they're exhausted and they're tired and they're like kind of like just you know pissed off at their job and you were chilling you went surfing and all that like that is kind of intense and i just i just want to make sure that everybody knows that there are multiple routes i do support all of them but they all go back to the core of your being asking yourself like what do i truly feel inside and sometimes you have to be eating clean meditating taking care of yourself taking care of the whole body and everything to even feel that if you're drowning yourself in tv and drugs or weed or 
booze or anything like that and just like partying or just like too much social activity because you, you're just looking for stimuli, stimuli, scrolling through social media, like you won't even be in tune with knowing what you truly want to do. So to have a contemplation of things that you want to do like that is, is an absolute dream and many people would actually like, they, they would be, they'd be stoked to have the contemplation between like knowing what they want to do and knowing what like somebody else maybe wanted them to do. So here we go. Silas Davis. Dude, Silas Davis. Uh, he might have legitimately made that for the dream metal uh, van behind me that I'm talking about with the surfboard on top. Especially from where it looks like it might have been like Ohio or something. Yeah, and he said, October 25th, 21, said, yo, dog, I just want to say thanks. We rode the lift in Ohio and I asked how to make it west and you said, just fucking go, man. Since then, I bought a camper, tiny house on top of the mountain we rode at, similar to your Mexico crib. Then we moved to Summit County in August. Now we have a studio in Silverthorne and the crib back in Ohio too. I was right. Two months here and my entire life is different. When we spoke on that lift, I was broke as f with a broken wrist to make it even better. When it rains, it pours. Now I'm living the dream. Shoot, man, the girl and I even have a good-ass dog now. Thanks for showing so many of us that we are capable of living the exact life we want. I'm not even going to speak on that because that just is so perfect after what I said. Dax Merle, November 11, 21. Casey, you have changed my perspective on life, that negative things can have a positive outcome. At 14 years old, littered with schoolwork and no snow, I really wasn't too happy. Then I started meditating, following what you do in the morning and being grateful for the things I do have. I'm so stoked to have a channel to follow after and take advice from. Completely stoked to even be alive. Love from Washington State. Keep shredding, brother. I wish you guys could see my arms and the goosebumps and the hairs and feel the chill. Dude, I have goosebumps on my elbow right now, dude. Oh my God. It's insane, dude. And I was thinking about it the other day. I've only had anxiety, a pocket of it, like maybe once or twice in my entire life. And it, I, it just kind of seems like what happened to me would be what people called anxiety. So it's not even like I even know what it is. And I sometimes forget that there's this crazy world that we're living in that has taken us so out of tune with the, the real world, with nature, with, it, with spirituality and like with the essence of being one with all of the things around us and accepting that like you're, you're dude, it's just, it's not really verbally explainable. Like we lost touch with our true selves because of all this concrete and all this high pay, high paced, fast moving electronics and staring into virtual this and virtual that. And there's a lot of people, even at young ages, young ages, probably more than ever that are just like mentally stressed and that never used to happen. And to be able, somehow, I don't have anxiety. I don't have mental issues. Whenever anything gnarly happens to me, I know that a lot of people do have these issues because just posting about it in a positive manner, reading the comments, people being like, basically portraying how they would feel and just like, not in a negative way, being super supportive and positive, but just being like, I know how messed up this could be on your mental and your thoughts and like reach out, please, if like something's, and it just like, it really shows how many people it would affect like that. And I'm over here legitimately frothing out of my mind 
on a broken ankle because I've learned things and applied things to my life that I know are gonna transfer for longer than this three month not shredding period that's gonna make me a better person for the rest of my life. And having something that humbly knocks you down to not being able to walk for weeks and weeks and weeks and your froth level for moving is so high that I can't stay put for more than two weeks. Like this has put me in a mental growing state that I don't think I ever would have possibly experienced. And now if there's something that I don't wanna do that I know I should do and I have feet and I can walk, I'm up and I'm doing it. Like I just was so honed in meditating the other day to a KOG track while just thinking about how much I've traveled and how far I've been, all these places and all these things that I've done and like how high intensity and fast pace and waking up in the mornings and I'm just like, you can close your eyes at any point in time and take some deep breaths and hone in and be and be aware of how much you have and you can focus on that gratitude and more will come from that. And when you're 14 years old and you're in high school and you're building your life, like that's crazy, dude. I wish I had that in my life because when I was 14, I was, I was just trying to start figuring out how to get alcohol from the package stores from the older kids and I was trying to like fuck get bigger and jacked because I wanted to fight people because I was like so in my own head with my ego and like maybe it was from my father passing and not having like a father figure that it made me want to be like this macho man to like prove that I don't even know but I'm so grateful to be able to give back and sh toss this information out to, to people who this next one, I'm literally gonna cry over right now because I just swiped and when you, <laughs> the universe is just sits in so unison, dude. When you realize it and you work with it, it just consistently feeds you. Straight relates into this. Gavin Folk started watching in eighth grade. Now I'm a junior in high school, getting ready to graduate next year. Time goes by so fast. Thanks for keeping the stoke at 100. And this was December 5th, 2021. He's a junior in high school, so that means 2022 he was starting. That means in July, this kid just graduated. He's been watching me for five years since eighth grade, and I'm helping hopefully shape and shift his mindset towards the positive manner to pull it away from this norm of like just, just overwork, overstress, over all this stuff. And... Dude, it's, it's mind blowing. And when you really sit back and think about it, or when I do, I'm just, I'm, I'm mind blown consistently. I'll, I'll never be able to just accept the fact that I'm helping people with their life long-term and just, dude, I'm, I'm just so grateful. And now we're jumping into some Patreon questions because you guys are the ones. And anybody who supports on Patreon, if you guys don't know, it's just a it's a place where you can direct message me. I put some extra content on there that I don't put on other places. I, I post some stuff early, you get early access to things, and then I'm always gonna do Patreon questions in the actual chat. So if you send me something on Patreon, it'll it'll actually make it in the next podcast or one of the next coming podcasts, even if it's 11 months later. But we got Jack and Robin Mooney said, you, we've been following for about two years now and we're finally stepping it up to support the dream on a regular basis. We are a family of six and you've brought us so much joy. We were living in Santa Cruz looking for info on surfing in Northern California and stumbled across one of your old videos. Been overstoking ever since. We are not your typical followers, two middle-aged army vets with four kids. Happy Veterans Day yesterday. But we really hope to meet you sometime. We now live in Georgia. No ocean, no snow. But we'll still be watching the vlog and might get to chase down the Narvi on a road trip sometime. We sport the Avo apparel and CV stickers all the time and it feels like keeping a piece of home with us. We pray for you and are so grateful for the good messages you get out there. We don't always agree with everything, but we have great discussions with our kids and your positivity in handling all things is an awesome example. Thank you. So thank you, Jack and Robin Mooney, for supporting on Patreon. You are unbelievably just 
I, I, I can't even I can't even put words to the to the respect that I have for the people that are supporting on Patreon, helping me do this every single day. Bob Irving, claiming I gotta drop some heaviness on you in a positive way, the best way I can. I'm apologizing now. I've been following you for at least three years now. I watched you lose your grandfather and cried for you and your family. I'm over here watching every day, so I feel connected to you. I, you have no idea who I am. The weird world we live in where I can see everything you do, but you have no idea about me. Shit, we grew up with sponsor me videos and VHS. But anyways, I saw your gramps pass. Mine is getting shit almost 90 now. I thought, damn, I couldn't make a video right now. This dude is even more legendary than I thought before. Thank you so much for sharing. But over the past weekend, I lost my mom randomly. So heavy, still working through it. But I have to tell you, watching you charge on gives me so much confidence that I can do it. It brings me joy watching you fuck up and say surfing terminology versus snowboarding. <laughs> Watching you give that guy a computer really brought a smile to my face. Scotty B. Honestly, I was crying and started watching the video. It brought so much joy to see you helping someone, man. You spend so much time putting yourself out there. What you have created is so positive for the Groms coming up. You have changed the generation of kids to be healthy and to stretch and be aware of emotion and body. Maybe Cuerpo. So stoked on your new website, by the way. Anyway, super long thank you, but so but thank you so much for your dedication. In my worst time, I found comfort watching you get back on snow. Seeing Niso, or however his name is supposed to be spelled, back in the video is great. Seeing Meet Wayne and Scrizzy is great too. So thank you so much. You're a legend. You have no idea how much you mean to all your followers. All of you are just a great group of friends that I feel a part of. Honestly, I found so much joy in bad times just knowing I can watch you shred and talk shit to friends and be positive. You're a legend. Thank you. Dude, I know I'm being extra now, but after watching today's video, you're such a legend to give back to so much to the community that follows you. You buying any pass is so epic. I literally moved back to Cali from Texas because I had so much stoke. I bought the Icon Pass because this year I felt like it was going to be sick. But for you to give a pass, is so sick. Backstory, I grew up in New Hampshire and know the struggle back there for good snow and money to buy a pass, but you being a legend for little kids coming up. I can't say enough how grateful I am that people you are out there spreading positive vibes and honestly how to keep that going. Thank you for being great. Dude, I really just want to touch on the the part of where like I don't know you guys, but you guys all know me and we live in this weird world where it's just like you you watch me and you you were friends with my friends and all that and I really don't know you and I really don't know how much I I give back to the community and whatnot and it's like I try my best to hover on this line of being like super humble and just being like you know taking praise as I take negativity same type of thing like okay it's just your guys's perspective I do what I do thank you like you know like don't don't go overboard like oh I'm changing people's lives but I'm also trying to hover on both lines where it's like be aware of what you're doing so that when I need motivation or when I don't feel like putting out content like this podcast or whatnot, like this is what keeps me going. It's these type of messages that literally I read through and I, I try to be quick with them, you know, cause I have a lot and I don't want to spend all my time on social media, start depleting my serotonin and melatonin and all this, but I do know what's going on and I do try to tap into that as often as I can and hover back and forth between like, thank you guys for the motivation. Thank you for reassuring that what I'm doing is the correct route for me. I do love what I'm doing. So it is, it's all working out proper and in uniform and in unison with the universe. But also like, yeah, what I said, not taking it too much to head, not trying to be too hot heated. Just like I don't take the negative comments to head because I just fully understand that somebody probably had a, day, a, a bad day. And in that bad day, they watched a video that was related to their bad day and they took it wrong and it's just like I'm not I'm not here to I'm not here to argue with people because of their bad day when it's if they caught me on a good day they probably would have liked my stuff so Irving thank you bro you you literally are basically the reason that I recorded this podcast today and next we got we got a homie Corbin claiming I'm a junior in high school 
right now I'm planning on giving myself a year or two after high school and hitting the road and trying to make the dream possible. My dream is to be able to travel and ride all over the country slash world. I just got a job to start working towards the dream. Any suggestions about where I should invest the money I'm making now to help myself out in the future? You're my biggest inspiration. My goal is to operate how you do someday. For the dream, stay overstoked, you're killing it. So the fact that you are in high school and you're stacking money to hit the road is literally the dream. When I was in high school, I was started working when I was like 10 or 11 years old, got into high school at 13. So 16, 17 was my senior year. So from like 11 years old to 17, 18 years old, I was working landscaping nonstop before school, after school, weekends, Saturday, Sundays, 14 hours, taking my boss's mowers, putting them in the back of my truck, doing two hours of work from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. until he showed up at eight. Just I didn't know why I was working. I didn't know what I was doing with money. I wasn't spending anything. I was not going to grocery stores. I was not going, excuse me, to convenience stores and buying Snickers and doing all this bull crap. I wasn't even drinking Gatorades, $2 every day times 365 ends up being almost $800 by the end of the year, $800, 25 gas tanks back then. It was just like, I didn't know what I was going to do with my money, but I knew that I wanted to do something that was impactful with it. And so already you are in a proper mindset. And I guess my response was, dude, you love to hear it, bro. I'm not a financial advisor, so I'm not going to give you advice on how to invest money. But the biggest thing that helped me is learning the difference between a need and a want and only spending your money on things you actually need. If you have goals to use that save money on going towards big dreams, then it should be rewarding when you see everyone around you blowing their, their cash on stupid stuff they don't actually need. Just invest in yourself and the things you need to make your dreams a reality. Hope that helps. So if you're trying to, if you're trying to like do my route, like you were saying, whatever, grab a camera, grab, you know, spend your money on audio and mics and lights and all this type of thing. First of all, shout out LoomCube for sponsoring the lighting on all of these videos. But uh, dude, don't go out. Don't go out partying. Don't do, you know, I guess you're not even, you're not even looking at ways how to not spend money. I would just say, just focus on where your money goes. There's so much of a difference between making a lot of money, having a lot of money and like spending a lot of money. And if you only need like TCAP money, 10 grand a year to survive, then if you somehow can save up 50 grand, then you're good for five years. That's what people make in a year and spend it all and have nothing. And when you're living in your truck and you're humble and you're just trying to surf and surfing's free and you get like used boards for 200 bucks and you sell them eight months later for a buck 50 and you put that towards like fins that you have, like just be super, super adamant about there was a there was a time period in my life where I wrote down every single dollar that I spent every day for a month and it changed everything about what was going on in my life and like just the fact that you're paying like $18 a day for insurance on three different cars total and then your rent is $25 a day per day on a $600 rent like all those things add up and so when you go to write down like oh I spent no money today but then you're like wait a minute Netflix was a dollar this uh this vidIQ was a dollar this was $12 this was a coffee this was 30 this was 20 and these are insurance these are things I didn't even do today and I'm up to like $80 a day so that's why I'd have run back to when I knew that I could make 10 bucks, 15 bucks a day off of YouTube and survive. I had cut every single bill out of my entire life. I had nothing to pay for. I paid my insurance off up front for the year. I paid my rent off up front for the year, or at least for that winter. So I knew what I had and what I was spending and where my money was going. And that literally is what allows me to do everything that I do, even to this day, bro. Um, all right, we got March 13th. We're into 2022. Let's go. Evan Lindy's claim and said it once, I'll say it again. Truly admire your grind. 1100 vlogs is crazy. Such an underrated channel. You deserve millions of subs, brother. Keep crushing it. And then Jason W came in and said absolute facts. 
think it's awesome how not only does Casey put so much content out, but each video is long, well edited, and unique. Not just putting out the same type of video with repetitive conversations each time. Each video, unique talking point is given, and I get a takeaway from each video that can apply into my life. Casey, Daly, TCAP, and everyone else are awesome people. And um, just kind of reading that, I guess, to say thank you. And maybe should just let you guys know that I have filmed and edited and put out every single piece of content on my channel except for the ones that D-Dub has filmed and helped edit and like all of the times when the homies are filming me with a GoPro like uh, snowboarding around the mountain and stuff like that. Um, but all the B-roll, any of the opening shots, anything that you see where I'm not in the shot was filmed by me. I gotta give props to Daly who over the past like two years has helped me a lot to where I can just drive and he knows like, all right, I, there's gotta be a B-roll shot of driving. There's gotta be some fire stuff on the way to the beach. And then like having Niso, like it's helped to the point where I can get up, make my car, have daily while we're doing stuff, filming me do that so that we can double our time and I don't have to set the camera up, go back, set the camera up, go back, walk by, grab the camera, go back. And that allows it to just be like, be so more, so much more fluent and seamless and fluid. And um, when Niso then like we get to the spot, he's got the short, the short lens on, he films us getting out of the car, films me and daily get ready. Like that seamlessness helps everything. But like at the end of the day, eight o'clock rolls around. I'm the one who dumps every single clip that's ever gone into my computer, edits absolutely everything, uploads all of it, writes everything, shares it all. And dude, that's just the type of message right there that like keeps me stoked that you guys are actually understanding that I care about every single piece of content that goes out on the internet and everything that I put out, I want to have some type of message. It's not just like, look at the boys shredding. It's like, look at the boys shredding and this is how we did it. And this is how you guys can do it too. And it's going to take sacrificing this and you're probably not going to have, you know, to be able to do that this weekend, but like, you're going to be able to do this. And yeah, I just appreciate you guys throwing out the, uh, throwing out the acknowledgement. And then we got Matt B coming in late March. Hey Casey, just wanted to reach out, say thank you. Haven't watched you for years. What you do has always amazed me. You decided to take the time to come to my tiny Midwest resort called Afton Alps. I had not touched the park before you came. That day you came, I decided to come into the park to say hi. Since that day, I have not ridden outside of a park and you motivated me to hit other Midwest parks. You positively impacted me so much and I honestly wanna say thank you. I am by no means good at park yet, but I progressed so, so, so much in the last month. You motivate me on a daily basis and I know this probably means nothing to you, but seriously, thank you so much. That's what we're trying to do with the Narvi tour. We're trying to show up to these little mountains. We're trying to incorporate that homie Matt going into the park, meeting up with us. When he sees us and he gets stoked, he meets other people that are also there that also get stoked. They realize, yo, we're all stoked on this same image that I was talking about to start off the podcast. And when I leave, they keep hanging out. They bring other people into that squad. They bring other people from their squad in to meet the other squad. Now there's multiple squads coming together. They're progressing, they're pushing each other, they're getting better, they're helping each other with funds, they're helping each other get places and do things, spreading ideas, filming, all this, and like, that's what I'm trying to do. That is my goal at the end of the day. Scotty, RIG, May 6th, been a fan and a viewer for a while and living in Minnesota. <laughs> I've always just watched your snowboarding videos until six dots. I'm in Puerto Rico. What a better place to learn how to surf than here. So I got lessons with a local dude who was such a homie and it was one of the funnest times I've had. I got bodied, but I also rode at least 80 yards on um, a few of my tries. Basically surfing is super rad and I totally understand why you love it. And thanks for the inspo to try it. I will be watching your surfing vids and taking advantage to ride anything I can, anytime I can. Much 
love. I don't know if you guys fell in love with snowboarding like I did because of how difficult and humbling and hardworking it is and how much motivation there is when you, how much reward there is when you actually complete a new trick or you complete something that you've wanted to do or the people that you meet and where it takes you and the places that you go and all that. But at some point, eight years in, I'm telling you right now, it's gonna get repetitive, it's gonna get slightly old, it's gonna feel like you've done this before. You've been to Mount Hood seven, eight summers in a row. Now all you guys are starting snowboarding. You find out that I did Mount Hood, I, I show you, you guys go there, now you're there, now you're all, why aren't you coming to Hood? Because I was at Hood in 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and I'm nine years in a row. So the reason I got into surfing so hardcore is because it is the exact same thing as snowboarding. When you start out, there's new groups, you're humbled, you don't know what's going on, you're getting wrecked, but when you you do get those little pockets of 80 yard rides. It is the most rewarding, humbling, sacred, just pyramid of golden symmetry that happens with every single wave that can never be replicated, that will never come again, that will never be the same. It's just, even if you mess up or if you do good, you'll never have a chance to surf that wave again. It might not even come at that spot. There's just so many variables and it just feels like an absolute miracle dream come true every single time you stand up it is like the first time and once you start getting barreled and pulling in and doing turns and actually getting progress i can't i can't even get into this right now bro i'm gonna stand up and start walking right now so scotty dude that's what we love to hear and then all right we got i'm gonna shut it down with one I got more in here, but but we're all we're approaching an hour, 57 minutes right now. And the homie, E-Man Deluxe, who is a Patreon supporter, who is from Connecticut as well. And I met him at my home mountain of Powder Ridge in CT, lower Middlefield, Middlefield, Connecticut last year. And he hopped on the Patreon. He started supporting after we linked up, not to mention that he showed up and gave us fresh farmed eggs and an absolute stoke level that could not be, I'm not, I, can't even, I can't even bring up the stoke from that day. But he dropped a message on Patreon that I've been meaning to share with the world since July 24th. And he said, I've been following you for some time since I saw that you showcased one of Ryan Napton's videos just in the past four months since linking up with you at Powder Ridge. I gave you the eggs. The heat has been brought. Join my local gym. Bulletproof coffee. Eating right. Shed 15 pounds. Now I've got no aches or pains in the body. Of course, reading, meditating, yoga. They're all huge influences as well. You sent me a box of goodies from True Wild that I couldn't be more appreciative of. I wear that shirt nice and proud and the subs couldn't have come at a better time. I've been meaning to finish up a post on Instagram. I've wanted to become a patron of yours for a minute, so I figured it would be a great time to show thanks. So for my vote on behind the scenes type content, yes, I was gonna ask to hear more about the nutrition side of things, keeping the body dialed and fitness slash workouts to focus on where needed. Being a punk skater in the 90s, we didn't care or listen, obviously. I was there, I was only nine years old, but I made it for the last two years of the 90s. And even if this content was on your overstoking channel, I would love to hear it. Keep pushing the dream, dog, and we will push our dreams night and day. By the way, I picked up my son from college in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania last week, and the boy and I completed a triple threat of our own. Big snow for the first time, surfed on Long Island, New York. I'm gonna start crying, I love this. Skateboarding is an easy one. Took the Orient Point Ferry home to CT. What? Pretty sick adventure for us. Spreading the stoke of what you have built is super satisfying. I would love to be more part of your army. Talking to people, saying what's up, passing on the knowledge, and getting you more viewers. We are out there. Much love, C-Dub, E-Man Deluxe. So thank you 
to all the Patreon supporters, especially E-Man Deluxe, C-Town, local, homie, legend, OG, punk rat, skater, just, and now going full yogi, nerd, reading, just, I, I love where the world is going back to. Snowboarding and all these action sports for a long time were strictly party-based, strictly abuse your body, and like, I love that that happened. I love that that exists. I still love the people that do that. I almost wish that I could, but I just know what my goals are a little bit different and I know what makes me feel better and I, I just physically can't get myself to do that, but I respect the people out there chucking meat all day after a gnarly bender and just like it got our sport to where it is and you gotta you gotta change with the times the shifting maybe your temple's ready now maybe it'll be ready when you're 40 maybe 20 maybe you learn when you're in high school whatnot but like do what resonates with you and i'm shutting it down with this this little chapter quote i got here from october 4th wow that is that is very recently if you organize your life around your passion you can turn your passion into your story and then turn your story into something bigger, something that matters. And I fully organized my life 100% around my passion before I started the vlog. I started the vlog, which was basically video documenting my passion, turning it into a virtual story, sharing that with the world, making it bigger, and then turning it into something that as we can see from just some messages that I went through today and from the love that you guys share and spread, that it does matter and it's actually affecting people in a positive manner and to have that be my reality right now is just it's an absolute godsend and i'm so grateful that i've tuned into it and touched into it and that i can help you guys do the same thing so all i ask for you guys is if you enjoyed this podcast share it with a friend leave a review on whichever platform you're watching it on if you're on youtube drop a comment drop a subscribe we are trying to build up the you love to hear it podcast channel if you're on my main channel we're at 99,000 subscribers go hit that with a subscribe go make a new account make your mom log into google and youtube Maybe subscribe with your parents accounts get them on the train and Let's keep this thing rolling. When you see somebody that has a CV sticker or an Overstoke sticker or an Avo sticker, reach out, tell them, tell them that you, you back what they're doing, send them the love, send them the stoke, link up with people, be a better person. When you see somebody that needs help on the mountain, go give them a hand. Don't be that cool guy. Don't be too cool for anybody. Don't be too cool for anything. Do your homework, study. If I could go back in high school, I would just, uh, I would just Deal that free information. I would not be that drunk kid rolling around trying to trying to be the class clown to make up for like what I was doing as a as a as a kid, but maybe not growing up with a with a father. But also at the end of the day, if I could go back, I would change nothing. I am who I am because of my story and the things that I've learned and everything that's good or bad or negative that's happened to me has led me exactly to where I am. And now I know because of those past events exactly who I am. I know that because I've experienced it and it made me who I am. So just take everything that, that happens to you guys with a positive mindset, knowing that you're going to become stronger and better from it because you're deciding to. You cannot. That's fine. That's an option. And uh, be okay with people that don't do that. Try to help them out, but try to allow them to figure out what's going to help them give them the tools to fix it themselves i know i'm just rambling on right now but i love all you guys i love sharing this information with you guys and i love just spreading the stoke around the world we're going to have a lot of more content coming out on the you love to hear it podcast the health and fitness channel the snowboard hacks we got some some videos up on there right now go check that channel out and then also the vlog as well but appreciate you guys sticking with throughout my recovery here i'm excited to share some of the things that i learned from this process and i'm excited that this candle just made my whole entire room smell as well and as good as it as it did drop some comments what do you want to hear for the daily wear 
podcast coming up next and uh, we will we will try to tune into those. Anybody on Patreon that supports, we will 100% answer your questions and if you sent me any questions during the month of October or November and I didn't get to them in this podcast, we will handle them on the next one. So thank you guys for everything. We love you. We love to hear it and we will see you in the next one for the dream.